the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Lundy, uh, my home run picks to click have sucked. I I can't even remember uh, the last time that I found water in the desert. And I have been sucked in and... I have been in, entranced by oasis that do not exist. You know what I need to do, and maybe you should do the same thing, is we need to start following my Live on the Line colleague, Danny Kleppinger. She has hit five of her last seven moonshots of the money, is what we call it, on the television show. Those are our home run daily selections. Again, five of the last seven. Really, all we probably should do, too, not only is, is tail DK, but just take Corey Seager every single night because he's homered in five straight games. What do you say? Well, I I, I actually had Seager last night, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, <laughs> about that one. Uh, now I missed out on a couple others, including a guy that we're going to talk about here in a minute because he's actually my pick because I'm going with Lundy's luck again, where I'm off by 24 hours. Um, so I'm going back to the well on one particular guy. But yeah, look, you got to find people that are that are riding heaters, man. I can't remember who it is, and I apologize because I wish I could give a shout out to him. Um, there's one of the guys that I follow uh, on Twitter who has hit a, uh, a a no-run first inning like five days in a row or something like that. And I'm like, well, shoot, man, I got to go. Like, I, you know, I'm waking up in the morning. I'm pouring myself a cup of coffee, and I'm like, I got to go figure out who his pick is. I wish I could remember who it is uh, because it's been popping up in my uh, in, in my feed that he keeps hitting these nerfies. And I'm like, well, well, shoot. Hit. I gotta. I gotta follow this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, absolutely. You got to be hitting all those nerfies. Uh, Jared Smith, by the way, at uh, Pixelwise does an, a fantastic and excellent job of tracking all the nerfy and nerfy action. Uh, if you want, uh, you know, to tickle your fancy with those kind of picks. Uh, but you need to tickle mine right now and all the wrong ooh, places, Lundy. Give me your <laughs> home run pick to click here on this hump day edition of the pod. What do you got? Uh, well, like I said, I'm going with uh, Lundy's luck uh, where I where I had this guy last night did not happen, although he did have a really good looking uh, just rope double uh, to eh, about right center uh, last night. But let's go uh, north of the border, Brad. Let's go Toronto. Let's take Matt Chapman, uh, who, like I said, was one of my bets uh, for yesterday. Uh, I actually I had him for a home run, but I also also had him as part of a three leg uh, just to get a hit. So I at least won something last night. Um, but I say uh, that we take Chapman and we have him go yard limited sample size, um, but he's got a good batting average uh, going up against. Uh, and of course, now I'm going to wind up totally forgetting who he's going up against tonight, but uh, I'll, I'll find it. Oh, Zach Wheeler. Um, so limited sample size, but I think he's batting 500 against him. And I think one of those is actually a home run. So I'm going to say Chapman. I'm going to say it was my traditional move where I F it up and I'm off by one game on a guy. So I'm going back to the well with Chapman. All right. Uh, Chapman it is. And for me, it's uh, Giancarlo Stanton, the muscle man oh, yeah. uh, for the New York Yankees. And uh, the odds are kind of all over the place right now. Plus 190, uh, which is crazy low for a home run prop at DraftKings. I've seen it just north of 200 and a couple other books. So do some shopping on that one. But he's taken on uh, the not so big red machine and Mike Miner, uh, who has had a devastating case of gopheritis this season with 2.84 home run per nine mark allowed. And if you want to play the history card, uh, it is strong with Stanton, uh, a guy that's got four 
home runs in 23 career at-bats with seven RBIs and an 870 slugging percentage against Minor in his career. He's number two in barrel rate in Major League Baseball and number seven in X-ISO, which again measures your true power potential. So time for me uh, to break out of the funk with Giancarlo Stanton and getting a, hopefully a home run in the books. And with that, uh, let's move on to get more picks in the books here on this hump day edition with another fade five. Number five. All right, Lundy, as we've been doing here on the pod, uh, featuring an NFL player prop on every single episode and uh, just a little maintenance here uh, and, you know, getting this up on a billboard. Uh, We are off tomorrow and Friday uh, because yours truly is going to be driving through the desolate landscape of America's heartland back to Illinois. And next week uh, it is going to be few and far between because it's officially the sports desert and uh, we're going to be quite parched for picks, but uh, we'll have uh, probably a show on Monday, uh, heavy NFL action. Maybe we'll get something in there on the home run derby in the MLB All-Star game. And then also as well, uh, we'll have some uh, additional action toward the end of the week. So uh, few and far between, I think, it, again, is the theme here. But And that could be the case, too, for this NFL player prop selection, Lundy, on DK Metcalf. But I'm taking the over on 66.5 receptions this season. I, I think the correction is overly harsh. Uh, knowing, as it stands right now, Drew Locke, and Geno Smith are going to be battling for that starting quarterback job. And according to all local accounts, Geno uh, will likely have the leg up. Now, there is a wild card here in, at play. And both these quarterbacks will be looking over their shoulder and you know pulling up their phones to check out their Twitter feeds because Jimmy Garoppolo uh, could wind up in Seattle at some point before the start of the regular season, which would be a massive upgrade over the rubbish uh, that is currently on roster there at quarterback. But still... DK has got to get the volume. I mean, he was number eight in total target share last season, averaging 7.6 targets per game. He's cruised past this number in back-to-back seasons, 83 catches a couple of years ago and 129 targets, 75 catches last season on, oh, look at this, what a quinky dink, 129 targets. Uh, yeah, he was wide receiver 48 in catchable target percentage. Yeah, I know he had Russell Wilson for a good chunk of the season, but remember Russell missed three games due to that mallet finger, and uh, he was uh, not even the same Russell when he was back for a stretch of several weeks. So uh, there was a reason why DK Metcalf was number one in unrealized air yards. So, look, I, the volume's going to be there. I don't care if it's Locke. I don't care if it's Geno. I don't care if it's Jimmy G taking the snaps for Seattle. Just through that volume alone, I think Metcalf will get to 70 catches this season. So fade or follow, DK Metcalf over 66 and a half catches, minus 115 at BetMGM. You would not be very popular in Seattle right now, Brad, saying, I don't care if it's Drew Locke. I don't care if it's Geno Smith, because guess what? They sure as shit care which one of those guys is going to yeah. be quarterback. I'm fading <laughs> yeah. you here. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm fading you. Uh, if you look at the, say, 2020 season, and I know it's limited with Drew Locke, but I'm sorry. He's not a good NFL quarterback. Not a single receiver was over this number. Last year, when you had the combination of Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke in Denver, the only guy that got over this number was Noah Fant, and that was six. 68. Everybody else was below 60. And I also think Metcalf is going to uh, be, how should we put this, uh, pouting uh, over the course of the season. I think he's going to get frustrated. I think he's going to realize that this team is not any good. Um, I think he's going to, I, who knows, he may uh, decide to knock over a kicking net. 
Um, I'm telling you, I think this is going to be a bad season for DK because I think he is going to be frustrated and uh, is going to wind up over on the sideline uh, trying to be consoled by his teammates because the quarterback play, barring something big, the quarterback play is going to suck. What you have to hope if you take the over in this is that they pull off the deal for Jimmy G. Well, and that could wind up happening because uh, don't be surprised if Garoppolo is outright cut. Uh, and then they cast him a line, and all of a sudden, they smash the upgrade button. I'm still faithful at DK Metcalf. Number four. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. Let's go right here in uh, our backyard. And, you know, I'm only here for another 24 hours. Uh, I'm going to be uh, lightly lubricated tonight watching the Black Keys and Band of Horses uh, rock it out at Red Rocks, Lundy. And, and thanks to your uh, lovely wife for the hookup on that one. But uh, another story for another day there. But uh, let's talk about the Rockies and Padres game inside Coors Field. And I'm going to take the under on 10 and a half runs in this contest uh, between divisional foes. And it's just minus 105, whether you're at BetMGM, DraftKings, or FanDuel. So a lighter juice on this under. Uh, why am I bullish uh, on few runs being scored in a venue that typically has a ton of runs scored on a nightly basis? It's all about the pitching matchup. Joe Musgrove, uh, one of the front runners in the NL Cy Young, he is taking the ball for the Friars in this one. And he's going up against Chad Cool who has been sensational at home this season with a 3.27 ERA, a very low barrel rate at 6.9%, so drawing a ton of weak contact in the process, as uh, goes with Musgrove, been living under the rock. 2.00 ERA on the road. Last time he faced Colorado, uh, six innings pitch. Now, this game was at Petco. Zero earned runs and eight strikeouts. He has given up two earned runs or fewer in 13 of 15 starts. And Lundy, too, if you like the trends... The under has hit in eight of the last ten games at home for the Rockies. So, fade or follow, San Diego, Colorado, yet again under 10.5 runs, minus 105 at DraftKings, MGM, or FanDuel. Yeah, I, I like this one, but this is always playing with fire at Coors. I mean, it's the only it's the only downside is that with the altitude, you know, it hasn't been extraordinarily hot like it was last weekend here. Um, well, today it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be warmer. But I mean, look, it was it was pushing 102 yeah. uh, over the course of the last weekend. So you're always you are playing with fire when you deal with Coors Field. However, I do agree with you. This is about the pitching matchup. It wouldn't surprise me if this game finishes right underneath, like we sit with the hook and we're sitting at like a final of six to four um, because you do have some good starting pitching. Then after that, you kind of, well, you're just kind of, I don't know, Jim, because uh, you get into the bullpen <laughs> and it gets a little weird. Uh, yeah. But I do think that you're going to be, uh, I think you're going to tuck right underneath this one. Um, and a lot of times, as you just said, you can find some value sometimes in these matchups at Coors because these numbers get inflated because of the altitude. And if you find the right matchup, you tuck underneath it, you get yourself a payday. Yeah, we're just banking on the starting pitchers uh, and praying that they go deep because you're right. If it gets into the bullpens, especially the Colorado side of things, it is going to be dicey to say the least. Number three. All right, let's move on to a same game parlay, Lundy. And I love so many pitcher props tonight. It's not even funny. Uh, and especially in the K category, and this is no exception. So let's do a little same gamer. Christian Javier, seven plus strikeouts. And Shohei Otani, seven-plus strikeouts. Both of those thresholds hit. You're looking at a cool plus 145 
at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, to give you some context here in this toe-to-toe matchup between the Strohs and the Halos, uh, Mike Trout out, uh, likely due to injury, as uh, the hits just keep on coming for the underachieving Angels. But uh, it's great news for Christian Javier, who's been one of the strikeout kings in Major League Baseball, the 12.29K per nine and a 13.6 swinging strike rate this year. He has hit the over on 7Ks in six of his last nine starts, including a 14-strikeout effort and a masterful one at that against the same L.A. team on July 1st. Uh, The Angels also have the highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball, uh, not only the entire season, but over the last 30 days, punching out at 28.8% of the time. Meanwhile, for Otani, you look what he's done these last three games. Uh, Just brilliant. 34 total strikeouts and his last three turns the rotation. Uh, he's got one of the highest swinging strike rates at 15.3%, a 12.33K per nine overall. Struck out 12 Astros back on, uh, yeah, roll up a doobie on 420 uh, down there at H-Town last time he went head-to-head with this franchise. And I know the Strohs, fourth lowest strikeout rate over the last 30 days, usually a high-contact team, Apply a lot of bat to the ball, but Otani is just in the zone right now. So, again, Christian Javier, seven-plus strikeouts. Shohei Otani, seven-plus strikeouts. Show me the money at plus 145 at FanDuel. Lundy, fade or follow? Uh, I am good with this one on the strikeouts, and if I can give you an early bonus time Ooh, right bonus now. Time, bonus time. At, uh, at FanDuel, the over-under at this game for this game is sitting at a flat seven. Take the under at six and a half. Go mm-hmm. ahead and get rid of the hook. Get rid of the opportunity for the push, and you get it at a plus 116. Ooh, that is extra spicy and sexy. This, uh, you don't even have to pair it. You don't have to parlay it with anything. You don't have to do anything. If you wanted to alt-line it, parlay it together um, with one of the other games that should wind up with an under, like Arizona-San Francisco is probably going to hit the under. Yeah. Um, it's one of the early games today. That one's at about 340 Eastern time, I think. Um, but if you wanted to like alt line it and take each of them to, you know, take, take them up to eight and a half, something like that, you can probably get yourself a really nice payday. But I think this is going to be a really low scoring game. You talked about trout being out. This is a great pitching matchup, but like I said, at FanDuel right now, it's a flat seven, but if you alt it to a six and a half and take the under, you get plus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always happy at plus odds. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in Major League Baseball Plus bonus time with additional action on the diamond. Number two. All right, Lundy, let's get uh, after it with another parlay play here. We're going to zero in on a pair of hitters and a pair of hot bats. This is a two-legger. All these guys got to do is find a gap and get on base uh, with a hit, and that is Charlie Blackman to get a hit, and Matt Carpenter, oh, yes, uh, rocking the sweet lady tickler, the uh, lip raccoon, the cookie duster, the mustachioed Matt Carpenter to get a hit for the New York Yankees. Uh, Both those events happen plus 145 at DraftKings. Again, giving you some context on uh, Chuck Nasty. Man, he has been in fuego here of late, and especially against his Padres team, and really against Joe Musgrave in his career. Six for 14 lifetime uh, against the ace of this San Diego team. Uh, He's 12 for 34 against the Padres this season. He's batting 340 over his last 50 at-bats and has three straight multi-hit games. So uh, we're tapping in again to that fiery stick of Blackman, and we're going to match it again with Matt Carpenter, uh, who is drawing the Cincinnati Reds tonight. As I mentioned, uh, Mike Miner, 
uh, has just been battered and bruised by the opposition, uh, given that near 7 ERA on the year. Carpenter, uh, much of these matchups, uh, as a member of the St. Louis Cardinals going against minor reason with the Braves organization, uh, he's got a great history against him. 7 for 12 lifetime with six extra base hits, including a home run. And uh, a little early bonus time as well. I like Matt Carpenter to get an RBI, a plus 200, Lundy, at DraftKings. He's got 22 ribbies in 26 games this season. But uh, for the sake of this exercise, Blackman gets a hit. Carpenter gets a hit, plus 145 at DraftKings. Fade or follow? Yes. Always enjoy the bearded one. Anytime we can work Charlie Blackman in, I always enjoy it. Should we crank the outfield in your love as well? Because that's his theme song. He's been playing that as walk-up music for years. And, of course, the crowd taps into the chorus. Tonight! I love it. Never get sick of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at any time I get a, uh, a hall pass, a free opportunity to sing poorly in public, uh, I take full advantage of it. And in fact, uh, I am taking uh, most of the Mile High Sports staff to the day game tomorrow. So we will oh. be uh, we will uh, be downing some adult beverages and screaming tonight uh, at the top of our lungs. So, yes, <laughs> I like including uh, Charlie Blackman. This, by the way, is the time of the year that he always seems to warm up. He seems to do it right around the All-Star break where all of a sudden he'll start off slow and everybody's like, oh, you know, they should trade him. He's still got value. And then all of a sudden he'll start hitting, um, which is what he does around the All-Star break. So I like this one. And then I really like Carpenter on the uh, on the uh, RBI. Um, I think that's a really good call there on that bonus time. Yeah, all day long and all tonight long as well with Charlie Blackman and Matt Carpenter. Number one. All right, let's round things out. My favorite pitcher prop on the board tonight, and of course you can get it at Plus Money, and that is Adam Wainwright. I'm going to take the over on four and a half strikeouts against the NL frontrunner and the L.A. Dodgers' this game being played down there in Searing and Steamy, St. Louis. Uh, plus 120 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And the reason why I like Wainwright to get at least five Ks, uh, look, I know he's a 40-something, and he's you know just keeps on trucking at his advanced age, but he has been fantastic at home this season, a 2.21 ERA, and his K rate is 5.2% higher inside Bush than away from it. And five of his last eight home games, he struck out at least five. And here's the kicker, Lundy. I know the Dodgers with Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner and Mookie Betts, uh, Justin Turner, they just keep throwing, you know, powerful bats at you, but they have a propensity for the strikeout. And over the last 30 days, they have the seventh highest K rate at 23.9% in Major League Baseball. So I think this is a sensational value at plus 120. Fade or follow that juice on Adam Wainwright over four and a half strikeouts against the Dodger Blue. One of the one of the times in my life, Brad, that I have been the absolute hottest temperature wise was at Bush Stadium. I I, it just it is so flipping hot there during baseball games. Um, And And you just pull up at all the wrong places. You're sticking to the seats. You got sweat dripping down your legs. Uh, And I I can tell you that from both the old Bush Stadium and the current one, because I've attended games at both. I don't think I've ever been that hot at a sporting event as I am if I go to a baseball game in St. Louis. I don't know how y'all do it in the in the uh, in the Gateway City. I don't know how you do it. Oh, I don't know how they do it either. I saw this invention that was trending on social media. It's called the Jewel Cooler. I saw that. I saw the thing that hooks up to your vent. Yeah, and it's it's a hose to your nutsack, so you just get in, <laughs> instantaneous cooling off, blowing in all the right places. I guess. I, 
I, I guess. I, I, mean, I kind of want one of those, uh, maybe for uh, pleasure, but also for just, you know, drying off. Can you imagine if you got pulled over for speeding <laughs> and the cop comes walking up to the window and you've got this hose shoved up your shorts? And your eyes rolled in the back of your head, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, just, <laughs> so uh, you're in on Wainwright? Did you fade I'm or in follow? On, I'm in on Wainwright as long as he doesn't melt into a puddle of goo on the top of the mound. That was my point, um, is that it's so flipping hot there during games uh, that as long as he just doesn't, like I said, goes like Wicked Witch of the of the East and just melts onto the mound, he should be fine. I would hope. Yeah, it should be. Well, he's been pitching there for like 30 years, so ultimately I think Wayne Wright will get the job done against L.A. All right, Luddy, before we get out of here, hook me up with some bonus time on this update. What else you got on your card? All right, let me uh, lay a couple of baseball, and then, oh, Brad, we're going across the pond. I got some uh, picks for the Open as well oh, as nice. uh, the uh, the uh, next major gets underway uh, tomorrow. But let me start here. Uh, Three-leg hit parlay. Just need a hit out of each of these guys. Go with Trey Turner uh, against the aforementioned uh, Wainwright. He's got a 409 lifetime average against Wainwright. Give me Rafael Devers, uh, who went one for four last night. I say he gets another hit tonight as he takes on the Golden Girl himself, Shane McClanahan. Uh, and then uh, Luis Robert, uh, who will be uh, uh, trying to continue the streak last night. Three for four, including that three-run bomb that he hit in the ninth inning. If all three of those guys get a hit at FanDuel, that is a plus 158 uh, by the time you're done. If you want some early action, I like rewarding the early listeners. Let's do this. Uh, a doubleheader to be played today in the nation's capital between the uh, Mariners and the Nationals. Take the Mariners in game one. They're actually a minus 102 um, at FanDuel right now. This, to me, is all about fading Josiah Gray, who has a 6.42 ERA mm. at home. Mm. Um, so after they got postponed uh, last uh, last night because of the weather, they're doing the doubleheader today, and I'm taking Seattle in game one. Now we go to the open. Brad, got to give a hat tip to Derek Farnsworth, who works over at the Action Network, who pulled up this stat uh, that I found last night. Nine of the last 10 winners at St. Andrews in the open had finished in the top three in that year's Masters. How crazy wow. is that stat? OK, so if you're really going golf geek on me, here are the guys that finished in the top three at the Masters this year. Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry and Cam Smith. And I'm actually going to lean in on Cam Smith. So let me throw a few of these out and folks shop these because there are massive differences mm -hmm. between the books right now. As an example, I can get Cam Smith right now to finish in the top 20 at a plus 135 at FanDuel. He has minus odds almost everywhere else. Um, so I'm rolling with Cam Smith there. And then I think this week at the Open is going to be all about the short game. They're talking about the weather. They're talking about the fact that the winds are going to be really low. There could be some really low scores um, on the leaderboard by the time we get to Sunday. And I think that is going to mean that your short game is going to matter. And one of the best short games right now, in my opinion, is Justin Thomas. And so I found Justin Thomas to finish in the top 20 on FanDuel at a plus 115. And for comparison purposes, he's a minus 125 at either DraftKings or BetMGM. So again, please shop around on some of these guys. And then the, uh, uh, the other thing to look at, Justin Thomas is my pick to win. And a bunch of the books this week are doing those promotions, Brad, where like 
if you place 25 bucks on somebody to win and uh, if they don't win but they finish in the top 20, you get your money back. Wow. Uh, FanDuel, FanDuel's got that promotion. DK's got something similar where they're giving you a boost on an outright winner. Um, and so mine is Justin Thomas. And Justin Thomas uh, is 21 to 1 at FanDuel to win it. But I do think he's got a good opportunity to finish in the top 20. Uh, shameless plug for our buddy Pat Mayo, by the way, who I think is the smartest guy when it comes to both DFS and sports betting and yes, uh, in golf. Uh, so if you want to just ignore everything I just said, go on Twitter and follow him. He is the PME, uh, the letters PME on Twitter. He is a great follow. And finally, don't get seduced by the bonuses. I'm taking Tiger to miss the cut at plus 122. Oh, that's spicy because there's a, there's a ton of people I've already seen and they're throwing some heavy lumber on Tiger Woods and I just don't understand it, uh, quite frankly. All right, uh, I don't know anything about golf anyway, uh, so let's get back to the diamond tonight. I'll go rapid fire style and some additional selections. Uh, in the same game part, like give me Pablo Lopez to strike out at least five against the Pirates and the Marlins to score the win. Uh, put that together at DraftKings as plus 110. Uh, Lopez, all he does is strike out five guys or more uh, pretty much every single game. It's either five or six and rarely seven. Uh, but you look at the Pirates, uh, number two in K-rate over the last 30 days. Uh, and I think, again, as long as the bullpen takes care of business, he gets some run support. Both those legs are going to hit. Meanwhile, a little two-leg alt uh, parlay available at FanDuel. More pitcher props. I told you I loved them tonight. Uh, Luis Severino, six-plus strikeouts against Cincinnati. And I'm going to pair that with Shane McClanahan. Now, uh, maybe your front runner for AL Cy Young of the Tampa Rays at home hosting Boston seven plus K's. Oh yeah, there it is. I know you love it. Uh, you know, shout out to Rue McClanahan, rest in peace. Uh, both those legs hit. That's plus one twenty two. Severino has done this in some of the last ten, and I believe McClanahan has done it all but one start this season, including one earlier this season, which he punched out seven Red Sox in that turn. Uh, and then last and certainly not least. For me, uh, give me Eloy Jimenez of the Chicago White Sox over one and a half total bases against the Cleveland Guardians, a plus 120 at DraftKings. Yeah, he's only done this one time in seven games since returning from the injured list, but he is five for 10 with two home runs and three RBIs versus Aaron Savale. And please, Tony LaRusa, quit walking people when you have a count in your favor uh, intentionally. Uh, yesterday, did it again. Uh, had Jose Ramirez down 0-1, and he says, oh, yeah, just, just go ahead and put him on. We'll give him a free pass. What a freaking moron. Fire him already, Reinsdorf. But you won't because your buddy's with him. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast, which it kindly. And as always, until next time, probably next Monday, fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.